0: Back to the Boneyard Podcast, everybody. This is your host Jared Chaffin, along with Artemis Brower, and we're coming to you this week with Episode One Eleven. Artemis, One Eleven. We're recording on a Saturday. One One One. It's it's um, it's weird recording on a Saturday. I mean, we're, we're off our cadence, but right. Uh, I'm going to be out of town this coming week, so uh, yeah. Uh, we we wanted to get something out. We're three weeks away right now, as of recording this. Three weeks away from ECU, NC State in Daddy Ficklin Stadium. How you feeling, my man?
1: I'm feeling fantastic. Feeling fantastic. Hate Week. About to get all these transgressions oh. out of our system, all this hate out of our system, and then we're gonna go into the season, geared up and ready to go watch the Pirates football.
0: Yeah, I figured we needed to do Hate Week like a, a week early or so um this year just because i know when we play nc state there's gonna be a lot of hate in that game let's go ahead and get all the extra hate out of our bodies (laughs) this week i'm gonna go on vacation i'm gonna relax i just booked a couple's massage last night nice uh so no deshaun watson here but um (laughs) i thought you i thought you would at least get a chuckle out (laughs) um (laughs) it didn't register until like he
1: said i was like oh shit
0: (laughs) um but yeah let's get the hate out already you got a number 11 i see you do
1: yes i do have a number 11 uh living like larry larry fitzgerald one of the all-time greatest wide receivers in the history of the game absolute first ballot hall of famer one of the uh one of the dudes who never got a ring that really should have a ring. Really hate that Larry Fitz never got a ring, but he's still one of the greatest receivers of all time. One of the nicest dudes, you know. If you ask anybody that knows Larry Fitzgerald, they'll just say he's one of the nicest, most humble guys you can ever, ever, ever be around. Great community man, great family man. So there really is no other, no other person I'd want to put at my number eleven outside of Larry Fitzgerald.
0: You know, out, like he's got he's got probably some of the best hands in yes. football history. Yes, like I, I would put him what top three hands and and his route running his route yeah. running
1: and his hands are right there, like all but like just phenomenal.
0: He might have the sneaky, best smile, best teeth. Oh, yeah, in the game, yeah, like his yeah. teeth are pearly white,
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> Larry Fitz could absolutely be Mr. Studio Girl, no, no, no doubt about it.
0: But the, there's dreads, he still rocks with the dreads, right? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. okay. Looks well,
1: like he like just popped off from the islands of Jamaica or somewhere.
0: Yeah, seriously. Um, all right. Well that, that's a good one. That's a good one. Artie, I think you're gonna be surprised by mine. Who you got? The seven foot six, three hundred and ten pound from Shanghai, China. <laughs> the dynasty, <laughs> the great wall. Yao Ming. Wow,
1: that's original. I like that. I like, like that? that? Yeah, I like that. That's original. Yeah, okay. I
0: mean, I mean All-Star, eight-time All-Star, uh 2002-03 All-Rookie Team, five-time All-NBA Team, and he's a Hall of Famer. Um he he's one of those guys that yeah, he like you said he didn't get a ring. Um he was a force to be reckoned with mm-hmm. during that I mean, honestly in the last in this millennium's like in my opinion like bright spot of basketball where like basketball was still like not in my opinion pussies out there just <laughs> flopping around like these guys were going to hell like going to hell and back every game they played i mean Shaq versus Yao like those games were intense um dirk all, all those guys yeah um so yeah Yao Ming, I always kind of like Yao Ming, but uh, yeah, anytime you can talk about somebody that's 7'6", 310 pounds, yeah, I mean, and, and the name fits him well, The Great Wall. The Great Wall. I mean, so, but yeah, already that that's my number 11. Um, that's, that's really it. You want to you get into hate week?
1: Let's just get into it, man. Let's get right, right into it. Before we do. Ooh, pop it open. I was just about to ask if you had some brewskis. Pop
0: it open, Artie. Tell them what time it is.
1: It is 10 a.m. on the East Coast for all of our East Coast listeners. It we got 10 a.m. We got seven.
0: Three weeks until ECU kicks off. They kick off at noon. We're gonna be we're gonna be drinking beers much earlier than 10 a.m. I'm yes. getting my body right. I gotta get the get the juices flowing this morning. I've already hell. I've already mowed the mowed the yard. This morning, I've mowed the yard and taken my wife to work this morning. I am like, I'm done for the day.
1: You are, you are on full house. That so I'm
0: going to have a beer at 10 AM. I'm going to go have a barber appointment here in a little bit, but yeah, I'm going to drink. Uh, m- let's start it off. Worst overrated uniforms.
1: Worst overrated uniforms. This is I, when we did this last year, I think I picked Alabama. I can't pick Alabama again, even though they have trash uniforms. Um, Penn State's are also kind of bland and boring, but they they switch it up every now and then when they go with their all whites, I think that's kind of cool. But their other uniforms, I think, are are kind of trash. But the team that I'm going to pick this year and this team is very respected, very near and dear to, to my heart. I think to your heart, they have a long history and tradition with East Carolina University, but just for some reason, I just think their uniforms suck. They're very uninspiring. I just don't like them. They've they've kind of come up a little bit over the last few years, but them old school uniforms are just just ugly to look at. That's Marshall. I I, I think I think Marshall. Wow. Has some of the, I think Marshall has some of the worst uniforms in the country. I'm sorry. I think every time I see that green, I just see waste management. Every time I see Marshall's uniforms, I I see waste management. That's literally every time. <laughs> every time. It's not even the same green. It's not, but it's like for some reason it's just like it's an ugly Kelly green to me. I don't I don't like it. It's just not a good looking. It's just not a good look. And then when they, when they go with the all Kelly greens, the 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 green bottoms and the green tops
0: I, and the I think that's green. the cleanest look they have.
1: Ugh, I don't like it. I just I don't know. I just don't like it. I don't know why. And and a lot of some people out there will tell you Marshall has some of the best uniforms in the country. They got really nice uniforms. As I said, over and all the ten years, of them live
0: in Huntington, West Virginia. So.
1: <laughs> over the last few years, they have kind of revamped their look and it's gotten better. But you look at some of those Marshall uniforms from you know the 80s and 90s and early 2000s, they're trash. Complete trash. I'm sorry.
0: Yeah. Um okay. I, I mean I could see it. I could see it. Um All right, mine, kind of off the wall here, I hate Oregon. I hate everything about Oregon's uniforms. You want to talk about an ugly color green?
1: Is it too much diversity
0: with Oregon? Yeah, like college football is about tradition, in my opinion. And really with that, like their tradition is having a different ugly uniform every week. Yeah. And like some of them are okay. Like when it when they first started it, it was good. What are you drinking?
1: Oh yeah, I forgot to mention. I didn't have any beer, but I did have I did have a little Soco in the freezer. So this is this is a little bit of Southern comfort for all my delinquents and degenerates out there. Not drinking a lot. It's ten o'clock in the morning. I can't drink a lot of this stuff. But wow. I did. I I am going to be joining you in on on this on this drink. Okay.
0: <laughs> ten o'clock. <laughs> Southern comfort and beers flowing on the Boneyard Podcast. Yes, sir. But yeah, Oregon. Oregon just always has the most overrated uniforms. Mar- I would I would say Maryland's up there too. I mean, the the one like Phil Knight gives a lot of money back to back to Oregon, and uh, I can't remember the guy who owns Under Armour, but uh, gives a lot of money back to Maryland. Mm-hmm. I, I really don't think either of them are that great. Um, I mean, and then the the other one that I just cannot stand. Is, I think Tulsa has terrible uniforms. I kind of like Tulsa. I like their helmets. Their helmets no, are really no. nice. Their their helmet is. Their helmets disgusting. are nice. No, no their hate helmets it. are nice. I Come hate on it. now. I Come on. on. No, their helmets are nice. I, that I hate that gold helmet. It's I, nice. It's I nice. hate that gold. Like, <laughs> if you want to do a gold stripe, that's fine. But that gold helmet is disgusting.
1: I, I, I don't know. I, I like it. I think they got some. I think they got some nice helmets. I think they got decent uniforms too. The, I honestly, the, the worst uniforms in the American are probably Tulane. What?
0: Get no. Yeah. Two, I would say Tulane has some of the best and uniforms, in the, and their in the logo American.
1: is like their logo is corny as hell. Come on now, you just got a, you got the, a green yeah the wave on the side of it. I mean, honestly,
0: their logo looks like this Streamyard uh, logo <laughs> right here. Uh, if you don't know what Streamyard is, that's what we used to record. Go and look at look it up. You'll see it, it looks like the Tulane logo. Um, <laughs> <clears throat> but no, I I think Tulane, like especially those like powder blues that they wear, that's I, all I, right, They're all right. Now, like when they just wear like the black pants with the white like jersey, now that's that's ugly. But mm. I, I I I like the teal. I like the green. I, I think it fits them. I, I like it. Um, I don't know. I, I am I am pro Tulane uniforms. <laughs> and I think a lot of people in the conference would say Tulane has some of the best uniforms in, in the conference. If I, were, so? if I were to pick a school that has maybe the worst uniforms in the conference, um, I don't like USFs, but once again, they do like that highlighter thing every once in a while, kind of like mm-hmm. Baylor or, or Oregon. Um, I mean, Temple, the temple that cherry color that cherry yeah, yeah like it,
1: it's kind of bland it's just kind of bland
0: like they and then honestly sometimes the navy uniforms can look like you're back in like 2008.
1: I, I like the navy I don't I don't I don't mind them. I, I
0: like their special ones but I don't like their like normal like regular game day yeah like when they play army yeah they usually do something pretty cool. But outside of that, it's like yeah, okay, whatever.
1: But to be honest with you, in my opinion, there's really only three dogs in the, in in the American with with really clean uniforms. That's us, that's Houston, that's Cincinnati. I think to me, I think those are the three cleanest uniforms in the, in the conference, no matter what yeah. color scheme they do.
0: Yeah, and I mean, I would even throw. I mean, UCF sometimes has some clean ones. I, I like their yeah. their. And range. SMU
1: SMU does have some clean uniforms too as well.
0: Now SMU when they wear their like helmets. when they the. White helmets when they pop with like the blue. Yeah. Yeah. Like the blue nice. jersey. That's nice. Mm-hmm. Their white jerseys are trash if you ask me. But um yeah, like I would like to see SMU do something with like going all red one day.
1: Yeah, I could see that.
0: Just like I've said for a long time, and I may get shit for this, that I want to see us do all gold. I'd like to see them do all red. All right, Artie, you you wanna have we got our, all of our hate out when it comes to, to uniforms?
1: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We can switch it up.
0: Okay. Um, most overrated or annoying fan base? Ooh. Man, Where this, do this we could, start?
1: This could go to a few people. It should go to a few people, <laughs> to be honest with you. All right.
0: Everybody knows NC State. Fuck y'all. Yes. Fuck, fuck NC State. You. Um, if you like NC State, get the fuck off our podcast. But two, like, you suck.
1: I never had a problem. Well, I guess I've always had a problem with the fans of this city, but not this particular fan base. But, you know, Boston College you guys can go fuck yourselves too. Um <laughs> People in Boston in general, they they, just, they, even they, just, have they just tend to suck,
0: they, honestly. They, they've got like the same three people in our mentions and that's about it. I think that's their <laughs> only fan base.
1: Um yeah, I think we all we all know about Boston fans. So, and it's not just Boston College, that's any Boston sport. They 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 tend to suck. So, yeah, that's definitely in there. Alabama um, is definitely in there just because of, you know, the fair weather fans and and the, you know, half half of their population of, of fans are people that don't even really care about college football.
0: Half their they fans just, have never even been to Alabama. Right. The or state of Alabama.
1: Alabama. Yeah, visited Alabama, been to Tuscaloosa, don't even really know where Tuscaloosa is on a map, but they're Alabama fans.
0: Yeah. um, I would say, I mean, in that same vein, like if you are uh, like a Texas fan and you didn't go to Texas or you don't live in Austin, like why, why are you a (laughs) Texas fan? Like, I don't know. I mean, horns down, but I don't know. I I think, I think it's a a overrated school. Now, don't get me wrong. I wanted to go there for my master's at one point, but like, Oh yeah. But like, if if you're just a fan of the school, I don't get it. Like if you're not from like around there, there's other teams in, in the state of Texas like that could be closer to you than Austin. And but you know
1: Texas Texas is the name brand, so I mean, if you, and it, it, people are going mean, to same gonna as lean Alabama, Texas. Yeah. same as Alabama, they're, they're going to lean
0: that way. Like same as Notre Dame, like people are like, oh, uh, uh, like, I mean, my stepdad is I'm like I'm going to take a shot at him. He he's a Notre Dame fan, or he likes Notre Dame because his family's Irish. I'm like, you also pull for Duke. Like, does that mean you're you're the devil? Like,
1: <laughs> but you know, it's honestly it's much like Carolina basketball. I've I've hardly ever traveled anywhere in this country and gone too far without seeing a Carolina basketball jersey. It doesn't really matter where I am, and I can be in California, I can be in Texas, I can be in Illinois, I can be in New York. Somebody rocking a Jordan Carolina jersey or some sort of you know throwback carolina basketball jersey so like the, the the following the name brand of it it's there but you still deserve to be called out because you have no relations no ties to this university
0: right now in our conference who would you say i know who Ooh. it's ucs it's, yeah i
1: was, it's, it's central florida a close second i mean a lot of people say us
0: Oh yeah, we, we are terrible. Yeah, a, like,
1: lot, a lot our people fan, say us.
0: <laughs> our fan base. Like we we're gonna get we're, at you.
1: We're definitely gonna get at you. You
0: better you better come correct when you when you come at us. Like
1: and we don't care. We don't care that you don't like us. We don't care that you don't it, you're, that you're has, get, we don't get care. Rocked. We're gonna come at you. So yeah, I'll say it's, it's us and UCF.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I, I can't even think of like another school that even matters as much. I mean Memphis. Memphis doesn't have real fans. Like I'm, I'm not convinced that like they have real fans. Mm-hmm. Like they have a bunch of, they have a bunch of, um, boosters, but they don't have, they don't have students. Like their student body does not show up at all, ever. Right. Um. Which is so, kind of
1: shocking because I mean, I mean, well, their basketball team is is decent. You, you,
0: but... you see this a lot when you don't have an on-campus. An on campus facility. Uh, yeah. Facility. Yeah. I mean, you look at NC State. Their their students don't show up to games. Most they of the
1: could, time. They could have got a stadium off the highway.
0: Because they gotta go near all near the, their campus. They gotta go all the way to the new, I think it's gonna be the Lenovo Place or Lenovo Center. You know, they changed the name of PNC.
1: Oh, they did.
0: They're changing it, so um, they changed
1: it to to the Lenovo Center.
0: Lenovo has bought the media or the naming rights to PNC Arena. um, Wow. Supposedly, for and it's going to be about seven million dollars a year. That's your hockey news for the for the podcast. (laughs) Um, Yeah, but like their their students don't really show up. Yeah, because they have to go. So they have to take a bus. Like, if you live on West End at ECU. Like I took a I didn't I never took a bus to the game. I always just walked. I you could mean, walk now. It's not a short
1: walk. All right. Now if you're on West End walking walking to the stadium, it's, that it's ain't 15, that ain't no leisurely
0: stroll. No, it's but, it's like a 15-minute walk. It's really not as bad as people make it out to be.
1: It's it's not, and I've done that walk plenty of times, and I've always had some brewski's in my hand when I did it. So it really wasn't that bad.
0: Now, are you walking through campus and up College Hill or are you walking
1: Oh no! Yeah, I'm walking. I'm cutting through campus. Yeah, yeah me I'm too. absolutely cutting through campus. Yeah, that's that's the easiest way, and there's not a lot of traffic. I, I didn't.
0: I didn't know if you were like walking up Charles.
1: Mm-hmm. No, nah, yeah, I'm definitely cutting through campus every time.
0: Okay, yeah, good choice. I mean, like unless you live at the province, there's really no point in walking up Charles, and even then, you might as well walk up 14th and, and go that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um. Yeah, NC State, your your fans suck, all of them. <laughs> you know, already. I, I told my wife. She she asked me. She was we were passing NC State one time, and I was like, "Oh fuck them, fuck that campus." Like, uh, just seeing them pisses me off. And uh, <laughs> no, like it it is a actual like hatred. I know it's an
1: actual hatred. You know, honestly. I was I was talking about this with Ashley the other, the other night. It's funny you mentioned this and just telling her how much you and I hate NC State, but especially you. And she's like, I kind of just want to wear NC State gear around Jared, like every time I'm around. <laughs> I'm like, Ashley, don't do that. Don't do that,
0: Artie. You know how you know how a bull gets when when you see red. You mess with the bull, you get the horns. Ashley, you better not do that shit. We oh, we're, we're friends now. We won't be friends after that. Um Yeah, NC State, go fuck yourself. Um Trash Stadiums, Carter Finley.
1: <laughs> you know, honestly, I kind of like I like I like Carter Finley. I am I'm, I'm going to give them a little bit of credit. Like I, like, I like I like Carter Finley. I don't I, think it's a bad stadium. It, I
0: don't It's I I think the stadium itself like once you get into the stadium, it looks nice. But mm-hmm. once you're walking like under the outskirts, like, yeah, on, and, that, out, and the concessions
1: that, and all that, yeah, that looks Ill. like you're at a
0: high school stadium. You're right, you're
1: right, it it, it does. It does. The inside like, is nice, but like, walking at least, around.
0: At least Dowdy has like a nice facade on the outside, and this just looks like you're walking, like, I don't know, through a construction site.
1: No, I, I will say to their credit, I think the nicest stadium, um, and, and I love Dowdy, Dowdy Fickle, but I think the nicest stadium in North Carolina is Keenan. Oh yeah, I've I've seen the game in Keenan. It, that, that's a that's a beautiful. It,
0: it's it's nice, but I think with the updates that they've made to Dowdy, I I would put it right it's, up there. Yeah, it? it's right up there. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I
1: agree. Dowdy's right up there.
0: I, I think if they took out, and I don't want them to do this, but if they were to take out some of the, the way like the the benches, are in Dowdy, mm-hmm. it would maybe look like if they added more seat backs. Yes. To Dowdy, Yeah. It, it might look, look a little better. bit better. Yeah. Um. I agree. But yeah, I. Keenan's Keenan's nice. I've seen a couple games there, um, but I, I would still put. And I'm I'm biased. I, I'm able to be biased. It's my podcast, so I'm gonna do whatever the hell I want to. Um, yeah, I I I, I like Dowdy. I, I think it has one of the best atmosp- I think it has the best atmosphere in the in the state. Yeah, it's got the um, best
1: atmosphere in the
0: state. E- even when we're even when we're down, I think we have one of the better atmospheres in the state. We, I mean, even when we've been down, we've had the best atmos, one of the best atmospheres in the conference.
1: No, I will say you said Carter Finley. I think Wallace Wade. I, I think oh, Wallace yeah. I mean, Wade is complete trash. I've seen about two or three football games there. Nobody shows up for one. Number two, and and they have made updates to it, but it still looks like a trash day. It I, looks I, like a it looks like a really big Texas high school football stadium. Like, Artie, that's really I'm, what it looks
0: like. Artie, I'm talking about where they play D one football, not. <laughs> I'm just taking shots. (laughs) Like, that's what this week's about, is us taking shots at uh, other schools, uh, other fan bases. It's just crazy
1: how you can have one of the most historic and beautiful basketball venues in the country, literally 15 feet away in Cameron Indoor, and then you have this trash-ass football stadium. Well,
0: have you seen their baseball stadium? It's just as bad. I haven't been to the baseball stadium. No, The baseball stadium – my high school baseball stadium is nicer than Duke's baseball stadium, just is. I mean, my makes no so sense to me
1: when you walk yeah. around campus, you feel like you're on you know, you're at, you're at Hogwarts, like it's like the campus is just em- immensely beautiful, and yeah. their athletic facilities outside of Cameron Indoor it's kind of trash.
0: Um, let's see, I'm, I'm trying to think, like, you know. A stadium that I think is supremely overrated, and I've said it. Maybe it's the atmosphere. Um, what What is that place called? williams Bryce Stadium in, in yeah. Columbia. I, 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 knew, I
1: knew I was going to say that for you because I knew he was going to say that
0: one. Yeah, I mean, the ramps, having to walk up those ramps. Terrible. Bullshit. Yeah, that's terrible. Like, I don't know. I mean... It's honestly, like, it's it's just a
1: big-ass stadium. Like, it's, there's really nothing – there's really no bells and whistles to it. It's really no, like – yeah. It, it's uh, just a it big-ass feel, stadium.
0: It doesn't feel like you're in an SEC stadium.
1: It's big. I mean, it's it's a big stadium. Yeah. It's huge. Right. Yeah. Outside of that, yeah, there's really there's really nothing special to and Williams-Price.
0: There's nothing special about Williams-Price. There's not, nothing special about people that go to watch a game at Williams-Price. And there's nothing special about the people that are playing in Williams-Price. Like <laughs> – Sorry, um, yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think. Are there any others? I mean, you have some of these small schools that, the right? Stadiums suck. I'm um, not gonna pick on them though. No. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm not gonna pick on App State. App, now, App State does have like well, a beautiful view. Yeah, um, the, the
1: backdrop is probably the best, one of the best yeah. in the country.
0: So. Um, I'm try- I mean, Syracuse playing in the Carrier Dome. That's st- I hate it. <laughs> Also, fuck Syracuse. Um,
1: What's wrong with Syracuse?
0: I mean, you know, I have my thing about Jim Boeheim. Like, fuck him.
1: Oh yeah, well, you know, you know, Greensboro hates him.
0: Well, so, yeah. Well, Greensboro should hate the whole ACC. Now that it looks like they're going to be moving, but right, yeah, yeah.
1: Um, it was it was coming. Greensboro's just not not big enough of a city. It was coming. I'm surprised, right. they, I'm surprised they didn't relocate to Charlotte years ago.
0: The thing we hate the most about college football. thing
1: we hate the most. I've got mine. I For me, and, and we had Phil Still on a couple weeks ago, and, and he talked about how he loves the 14 playoff. He doesn't want it to change. I cannot bleed in more disagreement. I hate the 14 playoff, especially with the super conferences that we're, that we're gearing to now. Um, I just have no interest in seeing the SEC invitational. Every single year, it's just not something that I want to see. I'm going to watch it anyway, but I don't want to watch it because that's really what it's going to be, the SEC Invitational with a little sprinkle of the Big Ten and maybe Clemson. <laughs> and, that's, and that's it. I would love to see at least eight. I don't want more than eight. I think more than eight is too much. I think the top eight teams in the country well, are all legitimately good enough to win a national it, championship.
0: Here, here's the thing. If, if you're going to expand it, what you might as well do is you might as well go to 12. And here's why. You might as well go to 12 and you get the top see, six, with, com- the top with, six with conference 12, champions.
1: Okay, I, I'll let you finish. Go
0: ahead. You get the top six conference champions, and then you have the six at-large bits. Then the, four, the top four teams get a bye. Okay? Now, if you were to have 12 or 16 teams, you're going to end up having to play these same amount of games as if you were to play just 12 teams yeah the way it works out the way the seeding works out you you have to play the same amount of games so it's not about adding too many more games now here's the next thing you take out some of these shit bowls
1: at least half you take away half of these bowls
0: but you you make them part of the college football playoff Or, or and and you do it regionally based like as close as you can so if ecu and Whoever say ECU and Clemson are playing in the first round in the college football playoff in a twelve team format, they may play in the they may play in the Myrtle Beach Bowl, or they may play in the Duke's Mayo Bowl or whatever it's called now. Mm-hmm. And I I think that's how you should do it. And not everybody goes to a bowl game now.
1: And and I, and I wouldn't be upset with that. I would not be upset with that. I just know that you know. To me, the top eight are deserving of a chance at a national title. Those are all usually teams that only have one loss, two at the most. You can still have a three-loss team sitting there at eleven or twelve, um, and then they might, you know, you you run the you run the chance of having a team that isn't good enough to win a national championship, but it went on like but, a tricky tricky run and and got there. I don't want to. I don't really want to see that either. The,
0: the the thing, the way that I'm saying it already is, you would have the top six conference champions. Yeah. Whoever wins the American Athletic Conference, if they're if they're the top group of five conference, top-ranked top group of five conference, they are in the college football playoff. Mm-hmm. And then it's based on where they're ranked. If they're ranked in the top four, great. They're in the top four. They get a bye. If they're ranked in, at number 12 or if they're even ranked at number 16, they they're in. They're in. Right? And then what you do is you say, okay, The top four teams are in. You've got them in based on where they're ranked. And then you're able to take those top, basically those top five or six teams that are still left that would make round out that top, that top eight. Yeah. Right. Cause I mean, if you pull in the PAC 12 champion, they may not be ranked in the top 10, but if you're bringing in conference champions, yeah, it may not be the top twelve teams in the country, but if you win your conference championship, that makes that makes the regular season and the conference championship game mean all that much more.
1: I, I see what you're saying, and I do like that idea. I just know I don't I don't want to see four for too much longer. That's all. Uh, I know. No, I, I just don't want to see just a fourteen playoff because I I know how that's going to end. You, you don't have to be a rocket scientist to see how that's going to end. So
0: yeah, yeah. Um, mine. And this kind of goes along with this and kind of goes along with what I was just saying. I hate preseason rankings. Preseason rankings are just that. They're preseason. But all too often, we use preseason rankings to bump up. Why was Carolina ranked in the top 10 last year?
1: Well, to be honest with you, we're probably going to have the number 13 team in the country coming to Dowdy. Yeah, and I don't... September 3rd. NC State's going to be a top 15
0: team. Yeah, they're good, but like what? I mean, I don't think they're top 15 good. And then when they go, say they go 0-2 the first two weeks, guess what? They're still in the top 25 because they started out at 13 when they haven't played any games. When there's nothing to rank them off of other than last year. And when uh, last year, you've got 45% of the team that has gone on to other things.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: That is my, that's, that's my biggest gripe with college football, college sports in general is I think preseason rankings. We, we lean on them too heavy. Now I get people will say, well, you got to start somewhere. Yeah. Well, why is Texas ranked in the top 10 in a preseason poll when they haven't done anything in the last 15 years? But I,
1: I, I'll say this though. I think in the end, it's it's mostly correct, and the teams that aren't supposed to be there are not going to be there in twelve weeks. I mean, yeah. that's just that's just the truth of it. If NC State's not supposed to be in the top twenty-five, they won't be there at the end of the season. But <laughs> they won't.
0: But they are still there, and still they get more airtime because they were preseason ranked top twelve. Right. Right. Versus some of these schools that are probably better than them, like you're every year you're going to have and this this is what i think i think a lot of the times they and you'll see it if you look really look closely at the rankings you'll see at the end of the season teams will get ranked and they'll be like if if you have 5 losses you should not be ranked at all if you have 5 losses you should not be anywhere n- near inside the top 25 somebody so with you, 5 losses was ranked last year I don't know if they were ranked, but they—I mean, a lot of times you'll see teams—they got like, votes. They got votes, or they're—they—they've got. I've seen teams with four losses. Let, let's see.
1: Yeah, I, I know teams with four losses have been in there before. But like even I then, was,
0: even then, you—you've you've got a six sixty seven winning percentage.
1: Yeah.
0: On the season, like if if you go nine and four, and lose your conference championship game, okay. That Okay. If you're like Ohio State, I get it. But I I don't understand why we're ranking these schools and we're throwing teams in there that are in the top 25 with four losses, possibly five losses. And basically all we're doing is we're bumping up the other teams in that that conference's strength of schedule. That's Mm -hmm. all we're doing. When we do that, that's all we're doing.
1: So you're basically saying rankings should not come out until after Week One has commenced.
0: Yeah, I you mean, play all I, your
1: Week One games and then you come out with a. I, I would you know, even top I, would,
0: I would even say you could even look at like a after Week Two because a lot of times you're playing a FCS team Week One who can, that's basically not even playing a game.
1: Yeah, but that's not every school. You, know, you got you got you got Ohio State Notre Dame in Week One. So I mean, I feel like after Week One you got to have You got to have a ranking.
0: Yeah, and. It's not ironed out, but I think that the the rankings week one, like preseason rankings, are absolute dog shit. I mean, let's see. I'm looking at I'm looking at last year's rankings.
1: I just, I, I to me personally, I don't mind it just because the 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 wrinkles worked themselves out in the end. Like Carolina was preseason top fifteen last year. Yeah, but it, it, they weren't it took- even ranked at the end of the season. And yes, it did take
0: a while, but. It took them three or four losses to get knocked out of the top 25. When I said it at the very – if you want real hard-hitting college football analysis, you come to the Boneyard Podcast because guess what? (laughs) I told you. I told you. Sam Howell was the most overrated quarterback in college football last year. And I said, UNC is the most overrated football team in college football last year. And guess what, Artie? They were. Well, we both said that. We both said that. But – Nobody else was saying that other than the Boneyard Podcast. Yeah. Nobody. And I I saw it from the get-go. I said they will not be ranked in the top twenty-five. Now it took them now. Had had that been Cincinnati who started the season ranked in the top fifteen and they lost week one? They'd be down to twenty four. They lost week two. Easily. Yeah. They're out. They're and they're not losing and, and they're
1: not coming back in. Exactly. Yeah. No, I, I see what you're saying. It's just me, like, even with the top 25, 9 through 25 does not matter to me. When I look at the top 25, I see the first eight teams. I say, okay, these are the eight teams that, are, that have a legitimate shot of doing anything or making a New Year's 6. 9 through 25 is just 9 through 25. Congratulations, you're having a decent season. I don't pay attention to 9 through 25. It's 1 through 8.
0: Yeah. But that's so, just me. I just, I just think that, I mean, looking at, this year I mean y- you weigh it so heavily on like the previous year and I mean yeah Alabama's usually going to be at the top of the of the food chain but they also we we went through it what 2 weeks ago last week who do they play who do yeah, they
1: play they've got Other they've th- got two real tests in my opinion
0: and the then season. and then you bump up like their strength of schedule. Oh, it's the SEC. They're the best conference. Well, yeah, because they're they got the most ranked teams. But when you rank half the teams that shouldn't be there, like last year, why was Florida ranked? Florida was dog shit last year. Well why Florida would, should have
1: been better. They they were a disappointment because Florida actually they really should could have coulda
0: shoulda woulda. You don't play coulda shoulda woulda in, in college football. You actually go out there and you you put boots in the grass and You play that's,
1: but that's why they get bounced out of the rankings. They did get bounced out,
0: but you, I mean, Carolina last year, North Carolina, they finished six and six, right? Trash. Guess what? They still finished in the top 35 in voting last year
1: because of their quote unquote strength of schedule.
0: Yeah, give me a damn break. It's. It, it it is it's that's the most annoying thing to me um so yeah i i i hate the preseason rankings i've said this since probably 6 years ago yeah. 7 years ago preseason rankings don't mean a damn thing no but they're used and rankings are used to beef up to make certain teams look strong like there were was, was schools in the ACC last year that I was like, really? Are they? Why should they be – like, Boston College was receiving votes. Like, why are they receiving votes? You know, I mean, mm-hmm. Pitt was good last year. Clemson was good last year. State mm-hmm. was good last year. Wake Forest was good last Wake year. Wake Forest was good last year. But are all, were all of them top 25 teams? I don't think so.
1: Clemson, Wake, and Pitt were all top 25 teams.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But NC State finished the season ranked in the top 20. And now they're preseason ranked 13 because they didn't lose too much from last year. And so that's why everybody's overhyping them. Hey, don't don't shoot the messenger. I'm just telling you hey. how college football works. Why It's the same reason. Why was ECU, who finished tied third in the conference, with the three teams that are leaving the conference, to go on to the Big 12, why were they picked sixth? Right. And they didn't really lose <laughs> anybody.
1: They didn't really lose much, but they but they failed three spots after they went seven and five and, and made it to the whole game. And, and they have and a fifth-year quarterback. quarterback. Yeah. It, it doesn't make any sense and, to me and, either.
0: And they almost beat all these other schools. They, almost, they didn't play SMU, but they almost beat Houston. They almost beat uh, UCF. The only game that they got blown out of in conference play— was well, Cincinnati? Yeah. And really, that wasn't much of a blowout. They lost by what, three touchdowns? That's a blowout. But when you're talking about the number four team in the nation. Yeah. On Black Friday, like when nobody's there, that's not really a blowout. Like, they're supposed to come in here. They came in and showed that they were a top four team in the country. ECU was not a six, the sixth best team in that conference last year. ECU was one of the top three or four teams in the conference. But I was
1: I was expecting And they the showed disrespect. that. And you should have expected the disrespect. Yeah, I'm used to it.
0: I'm used <laughs> to it. These fucks at the in the AAC media, they all suck. Half of them in our own city. <laughs> I digress. <laughs> I love it. I'm just saying the way we do things when it comes to and then the college football playoff committee—that's they're trash too. Like, yeah, they are—they are, are complete trash. Look, I—I I, I love, I love me some Condoleezza Rice. I was what just does about she to say, about why,
1: why was she on the board for the longest time? I didn't know Condoleezza Rice was this football advocate and this connoisseur and knew all these things about the ins and outs of college football. I thought she was in politics. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that's that's wild to me. Which one's worse though—the AP or the coach's Bowl? Which one you hate mm. worse?
0: I, I'm torn. I, I think probably the AP. Um, just because, like, usually coaches aren't –
1: As biased, a
0: little bit at, more. Yeah, they they, they call it like they see it. Yeah. But whereas, like, the AP, you've got so – I mean, the AP and ESPN and Disney and all of those have so much money tied up with the right. SEC and the ACC and the Big 12 or whatever that –
1: you gotta have certain schools in there.
0: They got they got to make sure their 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 product looks good.
1: Yeah, the bread's gotta stay buttered.
0: So when you're when you're talking about it, that that's you gotta remember. There's a lot going on behind the scenes in college sports. These rankings aren't just because oh yeah, this is the best team. Mm-hmm. It's it's not. So whatever, coaches who suck, Dave Doran.
1: Um, <laughs> it's just everything NC State. I love it. I
0: love Scotty it. Montgomery. Scotty Moe Um trying to think who else.
1: Scotty Moe. Say it ain't so. Uh
0: I Mac Brown is supremely overrated in my opinion. I like um,
1: Mac Brown. I like leave old granddaddy alone. I like yeah. Mac Brown.
0: It pisses me off that he gets all these five star recruits, and he don't he doesn't do a damn thing other than eat the senior special at Golden Corral.
1: <laughs> Come on, man! Mac Brown is a, he's a, he's he is the last coach to win a national championship in Texas when Texas was actually back. Mac Brown was was the head of that, so you gotta give him a little bit of credit. I
0: don't know. I think he's overrated. <laughs> um, who do you got?
1: Um, God bless who would I, you know what? Um, what's his name? Is it Brian Kelly? Brian Kelly sucks. I don't like Brian Kelly. Um, he absolutely sucks.
0: Nobody likes Brian Kelly
1: that ever since he came out and did that little Southern draw talk at the, at the LSU basketball game. Like, what are you doing, bro? What are you doing? And then he's out here trying to dance with the recruits and he's just looking like a complete jackass. Brian Kelly sucks. Um, yeah, who else? I'm, yeah. I, who
0: I don't like like probably in our conference right now. It's probably like Dana Holgerson.
1: You don't like Dana? I heard like, he's an asshole.
0: Well, I heard Dana's an asshole. At one time, when he when he was at where was he? West Virginia. When yeah. he when he was at West Virginia, he talked about like playing schools in the American Athletic Conference.
1: Oh and, yeah, and he picked and, on ECU.
0: And he picked on ECU, and then he came to play or coach in the American Athletic Conference. Like, bro, what are you doing? Sorry, you sucked at at West Virginia. You came to the eight to the American, and you had a good team already. Like, you haven't you haven't really done anything. Um, yeah, and then like the like any coach that wears a visor.
1: <laughs> so no uh, no Steve Sarkeesian no uh, Lane Kiffin. Now, I like Lane. I like Lane
0: how he sees it. Lane has swagger. Yeah. Now I saw something. It was another big game boomer thing. They said Dave Dorn has swagger. I was like, Dave Dorn is the least has the least amount of swagger out of anybody I've ever seen in my life.
1: <laughs> Dave Dorn is like Jim Harbaugh, man, with the with the with the khakis he, and the oversized pullover and the, and the New Balances, the white New Balances
0: on. And, Come on, and, now. Dave Dorn tucks his t-shirt into his khakis. <laughs> Dave Dorn, like if you're going to wear if you're going to tuck a shirt in, it's got it's got to be a collared shirt. Dave Dorn looks like he's out here about to go on like a hike or about to go camping with his boy scouts. He also you looks like what? a thumb and he blocked me on Twitter you know- for saying that.
1: <laughs> you said he looks like a thumb.
0: <laughs> Jared,
1: you're killing me, man! I swear.
0: You're oh God! Me. This this is why we're doing a <laughs> podcast, Pirate Nation.
1: He blocked you because you called him a thumb. He does it like a thumbnail. Now, now that I, now that I put two and two together,
0: I, I reached out. Absolutely, to, I reached out <laughs> to the NC State Athletics, uh, the athletic department, to see if old Davy Boy you would would be interested in coming on the podcast. He's not. Um, <laughs>
1: as he cracks another one open
0: yeah I mean I, I asked him I said hey we're willing to have Dave Doran on does he want to come on and they were like they they said they looked at our at like who we were they looked mm-hmm. at my tweets I guess they checked like to see if like we had ever said anything about Dave Doran they saw that I had called him a thumb he's not coming on. <laughs> I was also I was just gonna do the thing where like we were having him on mid-conversation. I was gonna tell him to get the fuck off and go fuck himself. But hey, here we are.
1: I will say last thing on coaches though, honorable mention. And I wanna I wanna I wanna preface this by saying yes, he is the greatest college football coach of all time, not even close. But he is a grumpy, bitter old man. And that's Nick Saban. I'm sorry. He's he's like he's like the damn Sith Lord. Like, he, he, he is Darth Sidious. I don't understand. Like, he's like, bro, you're rich. You have a beautiful family. You're the greatest coach of all time. Like, just be happy. Can you please just be flipping happy? Why are you so angry all the time? Why does shit bother you this much? Like, you're Nick Saban. Be happy, Nick. You grumpy, bitter old man. So, yeah, he gets an honorable mention. There
0: you go. Yeah. Um okay. Worst traditions in college football, Artie. Mm. I'm gonna save mine. I've been I've been sitting and stewing <laughs> on mine since we recorded the other day. I've been sitting on this for probably I've never told anybody my opinion on, on the worst tradition. So I'm gonna I'm gonna let you go first.
1: Well, you know, this this is just a jab um at, at this school down south. Um People say it's a good tradition. That's 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 Ohio State. I, I I think I think they have a shitty tradition. I think their band sucks. Everybody says they have. I'm still. Everybody says they have the best band in the country. They've never been to an HBCU. Sorry. Go to an HBCU. You'll understand. Ohio State's band is trash. They suck. They they suck. They play terrible music. The little organization line line things that they do. All right. Cool. Whatever. Anybody any band in the country can do that bullshit. They suck. Their little their little Ohio chant. Trash, everything about their tradition sucks. Sorry. Yes, that's a jab to them fuck the house state and their Damn. band sucks. <laughs> go ahead, Jared. Take it away.
0: Wow. Yeah, I mean, also the spirit stickers. Like, if you're putting stickers on your helmet because you did a good job, yes, please get go, rid of that. That's go back too. to peewee.
1: Michigan has Michigan did that in the past. I ain't like it. Get rid of that shit.
0: Like I don't know. Spirit stickers are stupid, in, in my opinion. In college sports, you're not going to have spirit stickers in the NFL. Why are we got? Why do we have them in college football? <laughs> it's stupid. <laughs> it really is. Like it's stupid. Why do you have a pot leaf on on your helmet? Um, so yeah. All right, Artie. Mine. I think this is. I don't want to say it's not a good tradition. I want to let me preface this. It is a good gesture, and it's a good tradition. Mm-hmm. but for people to say that is a top five tradition in college football, which I see everybody say, I disagree. I disagree that it's a top five, uh top five tradition in all of college football. One, because it's not that old of a tradition. It's only been going on for the last couple of years. Two, it's really like, I don't know. It, it's really not that cool. Like it, it's a good gesture. It's not that cool. I think I know where you're going. The Kinnick wave is it, – it's a good gesture. It is a very good gesture. Uh, if Jared, I, was, if I was there – Why are you picking this? Because <laughs> it annoys the piss out of me that people say that – Because it's a they're waving gesture.
1: to kids with cancer? <laughs> that annoys <laughs> you, Jared? No. That, 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 they're literally waving to children who are battling for their lives. That annoys Artie.
0: you? That that part doesn't annoy me. That is awesome. That it is awesome. But is it a top five college football tradition? No. And so many people so are ranking what it. it so it? I don't know. It's just it's super annoying to me that like it's ranked in the top five. I don't think it's that cool of a tradition. <laughs> I think I think it's a good gesture. I don't think it's that cool of a tradition. Jay, gonna,
1: Jay, you go get some hate for this one. Fine. <laughs> you go get some hate for this one. Fine. <laughs> They're going to be like, bro, you could have picked something else other than a Kinnick wave.
0: Like, don't get me wrong. Do I think it's a a sweet gesture? I do. Mm -hmm. If I was there, I would wave at those children as well. If I was there. Yeah. Even an ECU fan will wave at children with cancer. But I don't think that, like, it's not really a tradition. It's like, okay, everybody turn around, wave at the kids. All right. Now turn around. Let's watch some more football.
1: But can you at least say it's original? Like with all these other traditions, they're they're they're, they're pretty yeah. much piggybacked off of other schools, yeah. right?
0: Schools the run kinetic out, touch wave, a rock or touch a sign and then yeah. or touch a Michigan flag that says "Go Blue" whatever. Exactly,
1: like, like like even like all these traditions are kind of overrated, to be honest with you. The kinetic wave is original; nobody it, else in the country has
0: it. Yeah, nobody. And I get
1: we yeah. got like eighty thousand people in unison Wait, waving. waving,
0: and which. Like I said, I don't want it to be misconstrued that I don't like the wave. Yeah. I do like the wave. I think the wave is cool. I think it is a good tradition. Do I think it's a top five tradition? It's just not top five. Okay. My 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 biggest gripe is that people are like, anytime you see like best college football tradition, they're like Iowa, Kinnick Wave. And I'm like, yeah, it's it's a good tradition, but it's only been going on for like the last six years, four years. It hasn't been going on that long. Yeah. And so it's like, it's not like, it's a tr- it's a thing that they've started doing. It's like, I wouldn't say that, I mean, I it's like uh, playing living on a prayer at Dowdy Ficklin. Like, plenty of other schools do it.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. I think it's a top 10 tradition at, in college football. No. Now, do I think no quarter is a better tradition than living on a prayer? Yes.
1: yes. Yeah, absolutely. Because that's original. That's something only we have.
0: Right. But do I think that, like, if they if they if they listed it in the top five college football traditions, I would I would laugh at them because it's not a top five college football tradition, in my opinion. It just so isn't.
1: on the flip because, side, what because, are your top five?
0: Oh man, um, I think we talked about it a little bit last week. I think whiteout game mm-hmm. is is one. Um, and this is in no particular order. I think like the uh Texas A&M like the Midnight Yell or whatever they do. Yeah. I think that's really cool. Um I like the like the Oklahoma where they run out on the field with the horse and carriage. And do that. I think that's really cool. Mm-hmm. Um I would say I, I I go back and forth on the Clemson like the running down what is it the hill.
1: Yeah, running down the hill. I'm surprised they haven't had a big-ass, like, accident with that <laughs> over the years. With so some of the trips and the whole team just tumbles down the fucking hill.
0: Um, like, anytime – like, you have, like, the touch the rock or whatever. Like, you do it at – they have it at Virginia Tech. They have the play like a champion today at, what, Notre Dame. That's they have, have the yeah. Michigan banner. They, they have this at basically every school. I don't think it's, like – every school has something. Right. Um I, I would, will say go ahead. Man. I would say I'm I'm trying to think of some others. Like um, I do think like some of the entrances are cool. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, as much as I hate to admit it, Virginia Tech's inner sandman is fucking that's awesome. That's phenomenal.
1: Yes. You can't help but get goosebumps. That's yeah, that's, that's yeah. phenomenal.
0: Um, so what's that? Three. I would say um I mean, any, like the then of course like army navy like that's always like there's so much tradition in that game. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I mean another cool one that I think is like, um, what is it? The Seminole where where he rides yes. out. I mean, anytime you have something like that, I think that that's a cool tradition. Yeah. Do I think Petey walking out there and throwing his. His sword or his saber in the ground is cool? Yeah. But is it the... Yeah, the top Tro- five tradition? Is it the Trojan walking out there and throwing no. his sword yeah. in the ground? No, it's not. Because it, it like it's become a fairly new tradition.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Now, if the Kinnick wave had been going on for 30 years and it was something that started organically, I would say, yes, it is a top five tradition. But it's not because it's something that they said, all right, everybody... Turn around and wave to the children in the children's hospital. Like, had it start, like, living on a prayer already started organically. We were there.
1: Yes. Yeah, we just started singing that shit.
0: Like, it just so and, happened. And it just it came so happened to keep, yeah. And everybody kept going, and like, nobody told us to keep going. Right. Exactly. It just it became really, a thing. Yep. And it happened, and it happened every game. It started happening every game, and it was like, oh, becoming kind of a, Oh, we love to go to the football game and sing "Living on a Prayer" with fifty thousand of our closest friends. That became a tradition. The it, sometimes it feels forced.
1: I know exactly what my next tweet's going to be.
0: What Jared, Jared Shaffit hates the Kinnick way. <laughs> Fine, do it. <laughs> I I don't. Jared, I don't Jared hate the said, wave. "Fuck
1: them kids." That's what Jared said. <laughs> I don't
0: hate the Kinnick Wave. I don't think I think it's overrated. I think that it's not one. No, I'm that's t- that's, that's fair. I don't I don't think it's like because you see all these lists that come out that are like, oh, schools are the best tradition, and it's like Iowa, and I'm like, what? Like I most people didn't realize Iowa even had a football team until like five years ago. Yeah. So hey, don't shoot the don't kill the messenger. I'm just telling you what I think. I think that it's a, an overrated tradition. And I told you already. I told you I told you last Ooh, week that it you, was it was a hot take. Yeah, you're going to get some hate on this one. I told you, you it was a head hot head. take. But it it it's just something I see it and I'm like it's really not that. Like it it's a good gesture, but it's really not that good of a tradition.
1: Yeah,
0: I would I would put our traditions over some of the that part of that tradition. Other than we're not waving at kids with cancer.
1: I think it is a great tradition just because of what it does, it do, it, and, it and who it does it for.
0: But like when you're talking I do tra- tradition, what you're yeah. when you're talking like actual tradition, that's that's you're you're that's a good gesture. It's not a tradition, in my opinion. That's right. it's forced. It's forced. And it's not something that happens organically in a inside of a college football game. It might now, but, I mean, then again, so is the no quarter thing. Like, that mm-hmm. is kind of forced. It started out kind of forced. Now it's not as forced. Right? But it still takes some help from the marketing department, from the PA, to get it going. Living on a prayer doesn't do that.
1: I'll be honest. I've, I've always hated our no quarter video, though. I think that video sucks.
0: Well, they, they change it up every year or so.
1: Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I just feel like it could be better. It could be like a better video just to get the – you're trying to get a bunch of 18- to 22-year-olds hyped up. That video doesn't, doesn't well, do it. What
0: we need to do is we they need to have you and I come out there and shoot the cannon and raise the flag and make put together a video. I'm sure you and I could come up with something help yeah. them storyboard something <laughs> to, I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, and, <laughs> and look, I, I, I love the kids. I am, I am for the kids. I hope they do better. I hope it lifts their spirits. I don't want that to like get lost. I do not want that to get lost. I'm just saying it's not my favorite tradition.
1: I'm going to put it on a t-shirt, so. Do Jared Chaffin hates the Kinnick Wave.
0: <laughs> Go up to Iowa State and, and sell them. I'm sure you could sell plenty no, of them.
1: That's
0: the... <laughs> Not Iowa. Go to Iowa State. No, no, I, I,
1: I know, but that's dirty. Oh, that's dirty.
0: Hell, I mean, that make was, some that money was, off that of it. That would cause a riot. This is capitalism,
1: Artie.
0: <laughs> Artie, real quick, let's read through some of – uh, we asked our listeners some of theirs. Yeah. We can read th- re- through them a little bit. Let's do it. Um, John Smith says, UNC being ranked at the start of each season. Well, John, they're not ranked this year, but yes, we've already kind of talked about that. We agree. Um, yeah. Redbeard. I loathe ESPN, ESPN College Game Day, Lee Corso, <laughs> and any of the bum announcers they send to Greenville week in and week out. I concur. Outside
1: uh, um, of outside of Mike Golick, we had some bugs.
0: Mike Golick doesn't, yeah. Mike Golick doesn't even work for them anymore. Exactly. Um, if you remember, I asked him if he wanted to be an intern on the podcast. Um, yeah. The one that like, I don't mind Herb Street. I don't mind I
1: like Kirk. I like I like Desmond.
0: I like Desmond. I like Reese. But Lee Corso, I'm sorry. Oh man, you gotta go.
1: He's just too old, and and they're they're trying to hold on to it because he's Lee Corso. But he's just too old. You can see it on the television. It's almost hard to watch.
0: ESPN, Game Day, College Game Day, and the United States have one thing in common: we got an old guy running the ship, and they're they're losing their mind. I mean, not like that's not even political. It's the truth.
1: No, it's just true. No, you're
0: right. You you're not telling any lies. Like Lee Corso and Joe Biden might be the same person.
1: You're not telling any lies.
0: Um, and then Petey so, says the targeting rule.
1: What's wrong with the targeting rule?
0: I don't know. That's just what he says. Hmm. I mean, I guess like sometimes sometimes they call it, sometimes they don't. Like Yeah. It's not it, it's and it's never like sometimes you'll say, Oh, that's definitely targeting, and then it turns out not to be. And then you have a guy that's suspended for like the first half of the next game that the next a game, game that it doesn't even matter in. And then the guy that got hit, like if you if he gets targeted, he should have to at least go to like in the concussion protocol. But a lot of times right. they don't even have to do that.
1: They just get back up to the next play. Yeah.
0: So it's like, okay, I I, I could see that. I think they and I think a lot of people have some changes that they can make with that. So I, I could I could see it. Um yeah. Redbeard, that's a good one. I agree. Um, all right, Artie, let me talk to you a little bit about Can I Brands. This, uh, the Can I Mend the CB cream? I mean, I've already rubbed some on my back, uh, this morning after mowing the yard. I got yeah. up at 6 30 and was mowing the yard yeah, at 7. God. It's me, Jesus. It's me,
1: Jesus. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> um, God but damn. for all of our listeners out there, that is my uh, my text tone. It's rather oh phenomenal, gosh.
0: <laughs> and yes,
1: I did get that from South Park.
0: Um, <laughs> can I brands? Good. I use the can I men cream on on my back after uh, mowing. Use it on my legs. Um, get lathered up, and uh, yeah, I, I put it on. Love it. It helps me like relieve some of that tension, that stress in my muscles. Um. It helps me keep going and, and pushing through. I've got a whole day ahead of me. I'm getting ready, getting packed, and cleaning the house before I go on my trip. And uh, yeah, I, I need that because I know this next couple of days it's going to be a lot of moving, a lot of getting things situated before we we head on our trip. So yeah, Can I Mend is helping me do that. Go to CanIBrands.com, Artie. What website?
1: CanIBrands.com.
0: CanIBrands.com. Use promo code Artie. Boneyard 25. Boneyard
1: 25 for Artie. 25% off of your purchase.
0: Of your entire order. 25% off your entire order, y'all. Use promo code Boneyard25 Artie.
1: KenIBrands.com. 25% off your entire order.
0: There you go. One last time. Just so you, if you have CTE, just so you can try to remember it this time. Oh,
1: damn.
0: Boneyard25. KenIBrands. For twenty five
1: percent off of your entire order.
0: There you go. All right, Artie, walk the plank. Uh, it's only been like two days since we recorded the the last time. Right. I don't have anything else. Um, this, whole this whole episode, episode exactly. It's just been a walk the plank. NC State, Dave Doran, walk the damn plank. Fuck you, um, <laughs> Oregon. Your jerseys suck. Walk the damn plank. I was gonna say something. But I'm not gonna say that. <laughs>
1: I'm going to end this on a positive note. You know what? You and Savannah go have a phenomenal time out in Key West on your trip. Hope you guys get there safely. Enjoy yourselves. Come <laughs> back safely. You deserve it. And uh yeah, fucking see state.
0: This this is the first vacation I've taken. Like this is really like the first actual vacation I've taken in almost 4 years since we got married and went on our honeymoon. We haven't gone anywhere just the two of us for more than a couple of days. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we're, we're excited. Never been to Key West. Um. We may be doing if, if you're familiar with Dave Portnoy. Or do you know Dave yes. Portnoy? Yeah. You know his pizza reviews? Stool President Day. You know the pizza reviews? Mm-hmm. I think we're going to be doing like Key Lime Pie reviews. Um. Ooh, okay. We're going to go to all these different places and try different Key Lime Pies. Like I said, booked a couple's massage. We got a private charter. Super excited about that. Nice. And, I mean, they say – uh they say this is what they say about Key West visit on vacation leave on probation Um, (laughs) so fingers crossed I don't get it I don't catch a charge but if I do we'll talk to you in two weeks (laughs) go Pirates fuck state have a good week y'all deuce peace